The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Thanks for listening and calling into today's show. Thanks to Jesse Rogers. Who thought we'd be talking to Jesse on a Bears Monday? From the GM meetings. Wow. Great job by Black and Abdallah. The boys are on tonight, 6 to 8, after Waddle and Sylvia were coming Full up baseball next. baseball show for the fellas. Wow. No? How about it? Yeah. Their favorite. Time Can't wait. Look at yeah. Abdallah. Abdallah. 6 o'clock. Baseball's Turn on the word. baseball dirty faucet. Word in November, isn't it? We're booking Jesse for uh, 6 o'clock. Try to get We're going to wear him out. Yeah, you're going to wear Jesse out. Uh, thank you. Uh, did I thank everybody? I think I did. Thank the Time good for kid. Crosstalk. I don't know where Yurko went. I think he had to make a pit stop. Oh, you got a little Gavagol over here. Oh, yeah. Right 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 that's that Gavagol that right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's Very more, thick. That's more to Dell, and that's Gavagol. By the way, my. Uh, I don't know why I'm thinking, because you're the movie guy. My ma, or my, my mom, my mother in law, and my wife went to see the movie. Killers of the Flower Moon said it was they didn't like it. It's they just said it wasn't that they didn't like it. They she said it, it was just way too long. way too long. Yeah, everybody seems. To be Have you seen it? it? No, yeah. okay. I'm gonna wait till watching the comfort of my own home. I think. Yeah. I you know I, three hours I and twenty minutes. Like yeah, it's way too long. I think it's a great. It's an interesting story. It's a true story. I think the book is written beautifully because it's just uh, uh, fascinating the way he wrote it. It's a great book. But it sounds like the movies, yeah, the book's always better, and that sounds like that's the case here. Yeah. And it just sounds like it's way too long. Like a Bears game. If you uh, could cut that down to about two and a half hours, it's more well, tolerable. Two and a half quarters yesterday would have been yeah. better for Tyson yes. Bajan. Yeah. Two yeah. and a half quarter game, he would have played. Unfortunately, yeah, it's fantastic. Not, uh, at Shepard, it's a two and a half quarter game. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. but uh, Well, we're right, because they were up 48 to nothing uh, yeah, most yeah, games. Right. Yeah. At this level, it's uh, it's four quarters. Actually, and... it was like the first three quarters of the, you know, yeah. Lonnie voice, oh, except for oh, the interceptions. Uh, but the first three quarters were clean. The final quarter, that's about as yeah. self-destructive as you'll see in, and, at any level. And the Saints. I mean, I told uh, Oh, the, I heard I you what Johnny. you said. Every play Every in the second half? play in the fourth quarter. A fourth quarter. Every offensive play the Saints ran in the fourth quarter was inside Bears territory, and they scored seven points. I heard you. There is no way I should have won that pass. I was going to say, I heard None. you talking about yeah. that. None. Like you talk about, we talk about bad beats all the time. That is the polar opposite. That's the one eighty, hundred percent degree away from it. Like there was no chance that you There's, were a hitting the under, no, or that the Bears were covering seven. I, no, I, five turnovers no, and eight and, penalties, and, 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 and somehow, the Saints had zero and one. Somehow it happened. That game should have been thirty-eight fourteen. Yeah. 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 If not even worse. That should have been a Braxton Jones. whitewash. Did you read Braxton Jones's uh, comments? No. no. He said it should have been a blowout for the Bears. He, well, he said, needs to stay on side. He yeah. said gotcha. that uh, if if not for the uh, the Bears turnovers. Oh, geez. If we well, would have turned it over five times. He yeah, said it should have been a blowout for the Bears. Well, that reeks we would have blown them out. Unfortunately, there uh, were five. It wasn't turnovers. for their big, four big runs. had that today in his count. We'd have held them to that. 20 yards. Yeah. Those four runs five added up Five turnovers and eight penalties. It's brutal. You're not, I mean, the fact You're that they And they had, what was it, three straight? Late in the fourth quarter, I want to say with like under three or four minutes, they got the ball three separate times. Yes, they did. 
On a missed yeah. field goal, a turnover on downs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think. They, I know they still three, got a chance they had to win. Three opportunities yeah. in the final five like, minutes, like I think, Penny, to actually. They still got a chance. Unbelievable. Yeah. You're so right, Carm, too, in the one, the one interception where he's looking right. He doesn't like what he sees, which is the right read. But when you turn left to throw that slant to Mooney, it's got to be let go quicker. Yep. And it's got to be, what'd you call it? A, ro- a, what did you? Uh, a piss missile. Piss yeah. missile. Frozen you got to be one of those. Does it. He got to be one of those. There's no juice on his yeah. ball whatsoever. And I said, not to be mean, but like, there's probably a reason he went to a Division II school. Like, there are some physical limitations. Yeah. Yurko, we, we talked about this earlier. Like, Yurko I was, was always raised. Yurko always raved about how smart Ty Detmer was. Like, yeah. I don't think this kid, like, this kid gets, gets it. it. He gets but it. But I think no there are some real physical yes. limitations. Yes. And, and, it's, and, and you know what happens when those physical limitations also meet the rise in level of competition? It's a recipe for disaster yes. because everything happens faster at this level. He got caught on that, trying to go around the corner from one the time, linebacker. And that linebacker yeah. walked him like there's yeah. no tomorrow. Yeah, it's where you're, you're going. He goes, hey, not, hey, that's when it comes apparent. Yeah. You're not playing against a Division two linebacker no, here. you're not. Kid it, it, running a 5-140 or a 5-0-40 coming after you. But yeah. last interception, too, he throws. It's a bad decision. Adebo is his name right yeah. to corner. Really good player. But he can make that throw at Division Two, and maybe his receiver makes a play. At the NFL level, an above-average cornerback is going to pick that every time. Just, they're, still, they're still, I believe there's still something there. Well, I'm like, not telling you as a starter. He'll be in the league for a long time. Through, through three starts, yes. I, he, has, he has acquitted himself, yes. in my opinion, yes. at, a, at a beginner's like Think about what the number one overall pick did yesterday. Yeah. He, Think no. about what two the number one sixes. overall yeah. pick did yesterday in he the NFL. Look, he doesn't look good. I, like, the number I, two pick looks good. I, the number two pick <laughs> looks great. Last looks week, good. the number two pick didn't have a great game. That's true. Like, like, you know what a growing quarterback looks like. Yeah. And I heard one of the callers call in. He won't get, Yurko said it back, he won't get the opportunity to grow because he's not a starter in this right. league. But I also don't think that people are giving him the opportunity to do more because of the Shepard background. I, you know, and, and uh, he could have done a lot worse. There's been many, many Bears quarterbacks who have been uh, drafted higher who showed a lot worse. I, 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 I did the, the work. Justin Fields' first three starts mm. in 21, 22, and 23. Okay, all his three first, years. Like, first three starts of each so, season. And I'm not even just talking about his first three starts of his career. So nine games, his first three starts of each uh, season. Of Is each that what you're saying Because about? these are his first three starts this year. Right, right. Bajan's th- first three starts of his career measure pretty pretty good. Yeah. Compared to Justin I could Fields' see that. first three starts of every, of every season. I could see that. I, I love the way the kid processes. He I mean, knows it, what really, he's doing. it really is impressive. Yeah. He knows what's he'll supposed to the, be happening. He'll be in this league for a long uh, time. So I'm not telling you he's better than Justin. This isn't to say that. Sure. I yeah. am just telling you that to bury him after the fourth quarter, I think, is ignoring some of the good stuff that he's done. And at the very least here, you have discovered yourself a cheap oh, yeah. backup. Oh, yeah. And yeah. cross that. that off your list of, of finding. So you don't have to find an Andy Dalton or a right. Nick Foles or a Chase Daniel or right. someone like that. I can turn over the keys to the offense to him and feel yes. comfortable yes. that he knows exactly what is supposed to happen. 
No, and the again, offense, probably, probably, which, which I like. And, and listen, I think he, I think he will grow from this. Inst- instead of if he gets other opportunities, trying to make a few of these plays, he'll understand his limitations and ultimately adjust to it. Yeah. Whether he dirts it, he drops it off, whatever the case may be, this is a learning experience for him as well. But uh, he'll be in this league a long time. Yeah, I would have yeah. no problem with the Bears keeping him around as a backup. Me neither. There but you gotta, some, there like you said, you got to be able to throw the piss missile in. Yeah, in you do. And he just can't do it. And that's the. I think those are some of the limitations. But uh, and on this team, and it's uh, listen. It's for for three quarters, that, he played really good football. He did. He did. He did. And uh, like, um, you know, like I think that the Saints did enough to probably help the Bears hang around much longer than they should have, but. The defense still does, you know, they like they they get out there and they're getting after guys they're here fighting. a little bit later, yeah, they're a little bit they play uh, hard. a little bit more lately, and Montez they play Sweat hard. Slow, slowly but surely worked his way into into the thing, you know, getting a little more time as the game went I on. I guess there are little things to be excited about. Tevin Jenkins is awesome if Love he just plays mm-hmm. and stays healthy. Yeah. Like Tevin's great, so that's good. But you Braxton know, still, Jones just coming back. Yeah. Well, you're still a, a lot of work there. Boy, and I still want Sylvie's been saying it for weeks. I don't understand why they don't try Dan Feeney or uh, Doug Kramer. I really did they cut don't. Doug Kramer over the weekend. Did they, did they put him on? Did they, they, did they, they put him that. on? That's the, why. Uh, yeah. Did they put him back yeah, on the practice squad? Him, right? I don't know if they, they put him, him on the practice squad or not. I, I don't guys. have enough room. They couldn't put guys on injured reserve. It was it was when they activated somebody. They activated someone over the weekend. And then they had to make maybe it was Braxton, Braxton Jones. Jones. Oh, yes. it was yeah. Braxton. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. how like, they keep trotting Lucas Patrick out there. Right? I mean, like, like at least try a kid. Woo. At least, like that's why I believe. But if he was just, ready, they'd put him in there. If he was ready, they'd well, put him well, in there. Really? I mean, they would. They would. If he was ready, he'd be in there. We didn't start Adam Timmerman until we had to, mm. and it was late in the year. Uh, Aaron Taylor got hurt. And Timmerman had shown signs during practice to look like he was going to be a good one. A little overactive, a little too much energy. He had to slow him down a little bit artificially. So you're all but trusting of this coaching staff. When Aaron Taylor went down with an injury, then Adam Timmerman stepped up. And then he you was always said he was fine. good right away. Yeah, right away. I, 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 get, I get what the yeah. Packers did. Well, I understand. But, yeah. but I, I'm talking about you trusting this coaching staff. Like, this well, coaching staff coaching is... coaching staff in place, so you've got to trust them. Why? Like no, yeah, I don't have to. Yeah, I could be I skeptical. <laughs> I mean, like, they're still trotting out Vilas Jones. I they're still telling you he should Ryan be Paul. one of 53. the coaches are telling you. Ryan Poles is telling the coaches. Well, they don't have to run him out there and design plays in the fourth quarter for him. that's another bad mark against Ryan Poles. Of course it is. Of course it is. Vilas Jones Jr. Matter of fact, as much credit as you got for getting rid of Chase Claypool and realizing he was a failure would be just the same amount of credit you'd get. Okay, you figured it out. He can't play. Get rid of him. Yes. But, but do you have to run a screen pass to him in the fourth quarter of a one-touchdown game? I would hope not. Well, they did. They did. No, I get it. I, I saw it. So I, that's, I that's on the coaching staff. Time to get Bayless going. Here we go. Yeah, like, like let, let, you know what? This is the perfect time right now. <laughs> we're, we're down, down, one, we're down seven. Um, you know what we hear? Break glass in case of emergency. Let's unleash Valus Jones. Uh, DJ Getsy. Moore, Darnell Moody, forget no, it. Let's no, unleash Valus Jones. I think Getsy has promised Ryan Pauls that he at least one time would get him the ball in the game, and he hadn't checked that box. <laughs> And at some point, he had to check the box. He said, well, darn it. We're poor, gonna, we got to do it right here. It's almost like every play is a negative play. I mean, it's really rough. It's rough. I well, feel. he was responsible for the negativity of his first year. 
Yeah. I mean, you can't feel the I know. The he's responsible, Yerk. I mean, I, I get can't it. Can't hold on to Look, a pass. There's, there's, this is the difference between being a third-round pick and being a free agent. A free agent doesn't get nearly this many opportunities. If this is your first offensive selection in your tenure, you're going to be given rope that nobody else is ever going to be shown. It's really bad, though. I mean, the rope of ends at the end of the year, right? Of course I mean, it is. Like, yeah. like, like, to weave the other story in, I, I, re- I really believe, too, that... Um, one reason why David Ross didn't keep his job and why they made the move today for councils, not only because he's a better manager, but because David Ross in a rebuild like the Bears are in refused at times to play the kids. Morrell was the way to go. And there were times when Morrell, who had the higher ceiling and sure he was raw, but he would rather go with Patrick Wisdom. Or earlier in the year, he would rather go with one of the bad veterans. There were times when he was playing Hosmer. There were times when he was playing Mancini. I believe you had Eric Hosmer. Because Rossi is one of those trusting guys of these guys who have been there and done that, even though he had more talent and young guys. Who's the uh, outfielder, Tyler, that they brought up late in the year that sat there and he rotted on their bench? Oh, the young kid. He he made the Arizona Fall League All-Star. No, uh, uh, yeah, Canario. Canario. Yeah. Yeah. Canario. Like, they have young guys, and in a rebuild, let the young guys play. Let let, the boys watch. What's that? Let the boys play. So, and, 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 like, this is my point on Doug Kramer. You know that both Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick can't. Can't. So... Even if you think in practice, Doug Kramer can't or Dan Feeney can't. Like, give me something different because what you're throwing out there sucks. Like, yeah, to your point, maybe it's just as bad, but Sylvie's right. You know he can't play. You and they're not a part of your future. Can't play. And they're not a part and of your future. he's not a part of your future. So I don't understand why they traded a pick for Dan Feeney to let him rot. And I know he's been well, hurt. Well, that makes more sense, Dan yeah. Feeney. Yeah, like I don't get Veteran it. Veteran guy in there, a guy that's, that's seen it before. Even why isn't Feeney in it? That makes sense. I, mean, I agree with you. That makes sense. It's weird. Lucas I want to know why we're not play. getting more snaps for Pickens and, and Gervin as well. There What's you it? go. Dexter? What's the ass today? Yeah. Like 14 snaps and 11. And look, I, I at some point, and I get it, a coach is coaching for his career right now. But he had you played also, the kids before. He played an undrafted middle linebacker last yeah. year, and they've done a good job so developing the, you're him. starting a, a second-round pick at corner, too. I don't know why you're not getting these guys more reps as well. But they're playing the a division two quarterback. You know, yeah. they elected him over PJ Walker. Yeah. That that wasn't the easy move. Good so, decision. So yes, it was. So why not? I, 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 I don't get is it. Playing time earned or is it given? It's a good question. I don't but know but if, if you, are they doing anything not to get it. That's if simple. you don't hit in is practice, it, is it? Is it? Playing time earned or is it given? It's right. earned, but if you don't hit earned, in practice, how you can get, you tell? You get your opportunities in the game to make plays. You get opportunities in game to, to show your wares to earn more time. What is Lucas Patrick doing to earn his playing time? Yeah, that's He's the veteran that's been in there. So, so that's why he's got it. 
Well, he sucks. And it's incumbent. Just because you're a veteran doesn't mean and, you're earning and, playing and time. And that must mean Feeney sucks more. I guess it might. And it like, must you, mean that Kramer sucks even more than that. It, it, I don't or, So there you go. Well, there's got to be someone on the, there be someone on the waiver wire that you can bring in and you can try. Uh, because if there was somebody that already knew the offense, they'd have done it. Um, are you? Ex- you should be yeah, excited today. Part of though. it is you've got to know the offense. Uh, you know, you just don't come in and uh, all of a sudden everything's rosy. You know, part of it is you got to have some sort of chemistry with the offensive line that you're playing with. Uh, you should be excited today, though. Cup fans should be excited. I mean, that's great. I am. It's, it's, I am. I, I'm, really I, was, something. I was floored. Right? I was. So the, you told the story earlier. We were on a text chain, you, me, and Jesse. It's our nerdy baseball text chain. Yeah. Mostly baseball is being discussed there. And um, I didn't know the Mets news. I would read. Yeah. I was reading last night an article where his wife was quoted saying that we like New York very much. And that it was thought that Stearns was going to get his guy to, to manage the Mets. That's his guy. And, uh, and then I, I saw Jesse said Milwaukee officially waved goodbye to him, um, Craig Council. And 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 where was he going to go? And so I, asked, I, I responded, "Isn't it the Mets?" And Jesse said, "No, it's not the Mets. It is believed to be a team that has a manager in place." Thirty fifth and Shields. Oh come on, Carm! You know they weren't doing that. Wah, wah. I mean, come on, you come on. And I so, did text it though, and Jesse's like, "Yeah, yeah." Good did, on didn't that. someone say in the text chain maybe the Cubs didn't want you to? But right. Jesse said maybe Jesse, the Cubs. Jesse said maybe Cubs. Guys, we know how the White Sox operate. Uh, when the doors open and everybody charges through the front, trying to get the you know the best things in the the White Sox wait. They wait for the store to empty. Then they go in and they get the best deals they could possibly find. So they don't have to spend any money. Okay, you know how it works with the White Sox. They hope somebody overlooked it in the rush to get all the beautiful TVs. One slipped behind a counter somewhere and is still there, so they can go ahead and not have to pay as much. So I said, I wish it was thirty fifth and Shields. Jesse said it's not. Maybe Toronto. Sylvie said Mets? Question mark. Jesse said no. Then he texted, technically could still be Cubs. He's going somewhere that already has a manager. And then I pull into the uh, parking garage right as I'm pulling into the lot. The breaking news sounder goes. And I'm thinking this is Justin Fields related. I that they're I was they're naming him the starter or something like that. And then you and then I hear Abdallah and I hear it's. And so I thought Craig Council. And I'm like, okay, Craig Council is going where? And I and then I hear the Chicago Cubs, and then you say, "Carm, Sylvie's going to be running out yeah. here." And then, sure enough, Sylvie that's what I did. I said, "Of course." I mean, Cub fans should genuinely be excited. I think it's Carm. I would think that. Listen, does Council take this job unless he's been assured by the front office that we're going to do everything that we can to invest in in, in stuff? Like, does he take the know, job think, unless he, he knows that they're going to spend I think he and t- spend a lot in free agency? I don't know. I think he takes it because it's $8 million a year. It's in the Midwest. Yeah, but we, someone and, else would have given him $8 million a he year. Was, he was but, the free agent yeah. and manager but, in managerial history. I do believe I, I he's think, from I, Wisconsin. I get and that. I, I think it probably does prove what a lot of people think about Jed. I think yeah, he doesn't take it if he doesn't yeah. believe in Jed Hoyer. I think yeah. those are important parts of it. But I think it also tells you that like they're going to be proactive and not just sit on their hands right. financially. Yeah, and I think they will. And be they should be proactive. Yeah, Jesse texted us as well that uh, Getz and Reinsdorf are having lunch as we speak. <laughs> Expect the Otani offer to come soon. <laughs> well, and, and that's the other point they make about the Cubs, is that it, this shouldn't be the move. This is right. a great move. Yeah. This shouldn't be the move. Like yeah. eight million is a lot for a manager, 
But what is $8 million in the grand scheme per year in baseball? That's not even like a utility player these days. Especially when it That's what the White Sox spend on Larry Garcia. Yeah, That's right, what they right, do. exactly. Like, that is... And it doesn't cost towards your tax. Right, you know, and that is... That is he impacts all the players. So big deal that they're spending $8 million on a manager. That's great. Now go out and trade for Soto or sign Otani or re-sign Bellinger. Trade for Soto. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like, morell has been rumored in that deal. Yeah. And, or uh, go out and trade for Alonzo and add someone. That seems but to be the one. That, We're keeping uh, Alon- an eye on Alonzo to the Cubs. There was some steam, some... Uh, Carm, what's steam, your so guy done to his sandwich? Keep there. an eye on that. What the hell some, is some going on about that uh, towards the end of the season? What did he do? I don't know. You like the gobble What did he do? I went specifically for the stuff I enjoyed on the Italian You don't sandwich. like the gobble so much? No, I had the salami, a little bit of the mortadelle. The cheese no, is backing me up. You only like a raccoon is, got You're going to swell. Look at it. looks like a raccoon like just ripped into a sandwich. Well, listen. The problem is you're going to swell with all the like the the salami and the gabagol. No, I mean, what do you want me to do? I mean, let, Have listen, another one. at least I ate my sandwich. I Carm just I, nibbled, I mean, Carm nibbled, nibbled around, around, around the edges. Carm is melting away it's here. Like, it's like a squirrel working on his nuts. I ate half of the sandwich. <laughs> I mean, what's it's a 12-inch sandwich. I ate half. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, I told Tommy. Tommy you only down. like six inches. You want right? Exactly. Six oh, at a time is all I need. Six inches is fine. I'm not all surprised. I need, you want a sandwich? <laughs> it's a delicious sandwich. Roast beef. Jameis coming through. I got the Italian. Hey, I got one thing to bring up real quick, and I forgot to bring it up on our show. Georgia... Uh, Georgia, Missouri. Yes. They Song had a, a white thing up. Two kids holding sticks with the white banner behind the Georgia bench. What's that for? I don't know. Do you, to block something out? Yeah. That's, that's what, what one I, would that's, assume. That's what I would think. What is that for? Is that like, oh, look at us. Hey, Jim Harbaugh, look at right. what we're doing. Right. Is that what he's doing? Probably for what, the playoffs. Is that, is that what Kirby Smart is doing? Maybe. Right. He's doing that? No, I want you to see the game. Yeah. I want you to look at it. Okay. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, why isn't he covering the front? By the way, d- why the TV camera's got the angles on all the front, everything that's happening in the front. Yerk, I don't know. If I'm filming it, I'm filming it to get the front, not from what's behind. So what are you actually doing but being a petulant little child? Maybe that's it. Just, that's if there's point, a guy in the stands. Is that a point to be a petulant child? Nobody tapes from behind. You can't see anything. Can't see. You tape well, from the front. Some tape from the other side. From behind. Yeah, depends. depends. The first thing I thought about it when I saw it, I saw, oh, what a child. Well, maybe. What a child Kirby Smart is. A little, you know, yes. yeah, maybe Child. he's trolling. Childish. Did you? Oh, see? I didn't see. I saw it. Then went to dinner. Go take a look the, at it. Watch the it. Michigan Purdue game. Was there a yeah. handshake at the end between? No, Ryan it, and was like, it was very yeah. brief. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very brief. The Purdue Who's coach. The new coach, it's, um, Brian Walters. Yeah. Yeah. Walters really did a flyby. Yeah. yeah, you want to know part of it? Yeah. By the way, did you Harbaugh see... Harbaugh doesn't care about your feelings no, either, by the way, either. people. Yeah, doesn't I don't care. he gives a rats, but... Harbaugh's had issues like that with other coaches of over course. the years. Of course. Yeah, Jim, uh, Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz were good friends. I love We were teammates together. Jim Schwartz. the Palatine. Did you see... He's the mayor. He's the mayor. He's the village Village manager. The Eagles? The Eagles guy with the thong on? Did you guys see that? The guy that fell over and had a red thong Yeah, he got knocked over on the sideline, and he was wearing a red, like... A red thong. Might be what his girlfriend wanted. Want to be on a dare or something. You're laughing at that. It doesn't matter if it's a dare or not, dude. You've crossed the line. And then, well, for comfort. You wouldn't wear a thong. How is that? There is no comfort with a thong. That's what I'm saying. Get. 
What was that? Hello? When my butt eats my underwear, there's no comfort no. there. That, that's what <laughs> I'm right? saying. Like, box or breeze. Yeah, you're you're trying to get a shit out of there. <laughs> unless it's a dare. Unless it's a dare, unless it's uh, some sort it's like of the a... Millennium Falcon getting lost in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's a yeah. dental floss for a shark. <laughs> unless you've got a superstition. There's no way you're getting up in the morning and saying no. the right choice today no. is a thought. It's like Ebby Calvin Lelouch. Exactly. You know? right. It doesn't p- give me good luck. No, that's so he got great. knocked over, and as he got knocked over, you could see his yeah. pants he came down. Up. He turned over and, and got who up. Who was he? Was his he a pants, coach? Or? I, I don't know up. if he's been identified yet. Shirt went up, pants came down, and it was there. It had it to was be on a bet or a it dare. Was he red. lost something. Did he know he was going to get his pants knocked off? I don't know. He got knocked over by a ball carrier. Yeah, by a ball so carrier come out of And then they showed you the... I noticed maybe it right away. Maybe it's just like how, a he, how he likes to roll. And then and the bar still been... Some guys maybe are like comfortable. Jake or Hoover. I don't know. Some guys are comfortable that way. You Who never knows? know. There's, I rarely wear there's underwear when I do. It's usually... So, I stopped from Fred Astaire. You went with Jay or Hoover. All right. Oh, my heavens. Sorry. So whatever you want to talk about, whether it's the Bears game or this Cubs move of Craig Council, and I will, I will lay out the reasons why I think... The Craig Council move is a is a brilliant move for the Cubs going forward and why it's more than just hiring a manager, why it's symbolic of a few different things. Right. 312-332-3776. Cubs or Bears, sound off. We want to hear from you. We're guest-free until Matt Eberflus joins us at 335 today. All right. Uh, have a great show, boys. We'll see you tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvia are next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. What a week this is going to be, and then we got the exclamation point with the Cubs move. They fired David Ross for Craig Council. I'll get into that here in a minute. It's also Bears Monday, 332-3776. So uh, today we're here in the old National Bank studio. Tomorrow we're going to be out at Hallis Hall. On Wednesday, we're going to be out at Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace 2 to 6. So celebrate a very busy week with us at Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace. It's on 22nd Street. We'll have prizes. The Nissan Titan Street team will be there. Break up the work week. Uh, we'll be there Wednesday, 2 to 6, Twin Peaks, Oak Brook Terrace. Then Thursday, Waddle and I will be broadcasting live from Soldier Field. From the uh, Jeff Joniak booth. Yes. So like a different day today through Thursday. A different place every day today through Thursday. Will we be previewing the quote-unquote worst Thursday night game in Amazon television history, record-wise, like at least uh, record, yeah, just from a record standpoint, yeah, uh, we're two and seven. Probably. What are they? What are they? One and eight? Are they one, one and is eight? Is this the second year of Amazon Prime? I think so. So probably this was supposed to be you know Bryce Young against Justin Fields. Yes, uh, the two rising quarterbacks. Co- collectively, we are three and fourteen as teams. You know, Al is probably oh, not Al, happy about I, I, this. Al's trying to call off right now. <laughs> Al's, Al's Do I have any vacation days fever left? right now? Yes. I think even if one is not brewing inside of him. Yes, yes. Uh, so the Cubs, like I said earlier, um, and and you can weigh in on the Cubs news of Craig Council or the Bears game. And and Matt Eberflus is going to join us. Usually he joins us now or at around 2.10 on Mondays. Because it's a shorter week and their practice schedule is different, he's going to join us today at 3.35. 
So still we'll have lots of questions for Matt Eberflus about Justin Fields, about Bajent, about um, uh, playing time and uh, all sorts of stuff. Eberflus will join us at 335. Uh, you want me to read you this statement the Cubs have released here within like, the last half hour? The, Cu- the Chicago Cubs today announced that the club has relieved David Ross of his managerial duties. Ross, the 55th manager in franchise history, led the club for four seasons after being named to the position October 24th, 2019, replacing Joe Madden. Today, we made the difficult decision to dismiss David Ross as our major league manager, said Cubs president of baseball operations Jed Hoyer. On behalf of the Cubs organization, we express our deep gratitude for David's contributions to our club, both on and off the field. First as a player, then as a manager. David continually showcased his ability to lead. David's legacy will be felt in Chicago for generations, and his impact to our organization will stack up with the legends that came before him. Going forward, our major league team will be managed by Craig Council. We look forward to welcoming Craig at Wrigley Field early next week. And then it gives the managerial record. Uh, Ross finished with a 200, 262 and 284 record. That's a 480 win percentage as manager. He guided the team to a 2020 NL Central Division title. That was the COVID shortened season, becoming the seventh manager to lead the team to a division crown in his first season as skipper of the Cubs. I tweeted this out earlier, Waddle. Uh, I, I, like, and someone tried to take me to task or argue because that's what people like to do. And I'm fine with the debate. I truly believe that David Ross managed during the most turbulent time in Cubs history. His first season came during a global pandemic. The spring training was stopped. His first spring training as a manager, when he had never coached before, um, just stopped. And then they had to all go home for a global pandemic. They then came back to play a 60-game season with no fans in the stands. And they ended up winning that division. In 2021, after getting off to a decent start um, and then losing some games, midway through that season, and I should back you up some more, the Cubs, after that 2020 season, decided to trade you, Darvish, signaling what was to come. Then in the 2021 season, they decide to sell the core of their World Series team. It's their only modern-day World Series core. And they decide in the middle of David Ross's second season as manager, we're going to sell off the parts. So now he goes from winning a division to now going through a fire sale. Um, In 2022, he's got to manage a total rebuild, which, by the way, the owner at that point says... We're going through biblical losses. So while we're going through the rebuild, we don't have much money to spend to help you through this. So you're going to have to play Patrick uh, uh, Patrick Wisdom. You're going to have to play uh, Frank Schwindel. You're going to have to play these types of players along with the limited people we have in the minor league system. So Tough ask. COVID year, sell-off, first year of a rebuild. And then in 2023... They go through a season where they do add some pieces, and they actually, you know, in some people's book, overachieve. Uh, Maybe at the end they landed almost exactly where you thought they would be. I said between 80 and 84, 
and it was a fun season, but they really fell, sh- fell short in September. But think about that. That is, in my book, the most turbulent time in Cubs history. It's a tough ask for a manager to oversee all A global pandemic, a sell-off of your only modern-day World Series team, a rebuild with no spending, and then when the going gets good, you decide to fire him. On the other hand, I also believe that David Ross, at times last year, um, was in, and I don't, like, I think maybe this move shows you that, he wasn't flexible with his lineup. Um, we asked many times, why is Cody Bellinger not moving up in the lineup? Why is Ian Happ still batting third while he continues to struggle? Um, why are um, these veterans continuing to play when they clearly look washed? Why are guys being called up by the president and the general manager, but they're sitting on the bench and they're rotting? Why aren't they getting playing time in a rebuild? And Ross refused to play them. And when a a, a manager like Council comes along, who is the Milwaukee Brewers manager, who they don't really sign free agents. They develop. They develop. And so when you have this guy come available and you still want to develop a young core, you grab the guy who is willing to deal with the ebbs and flows of a young team and willing to to live with young players. Like, Morrell, the upside is there, and you've got to live through the down because the upside is too good instead of playing a bad player who is over 30 years old. I just, like, I thought the the relationship was such that, and it's such a collaborative exercise these days with the front office and the manager, whether it comes to lineup construction or who's going to play and who isn't going to play. And it, it, and I'm a little bit surprised that there wasn't more of being on the same page with this stuff. And, and Knowing man, the relationship with Jed and David Ross. So I guess I'm in a roundabout way asking how, how cooperative was Jed with what David Ross was actually doing on a day-in and day-out basis? The, the bunting Jed, I think, has given us hints. He said he's not a fan of bunting. Mm-hmm. And then he added a butt in there to defend his manager. Let Ross would bunt at times. I think there were things there that they would have been fine with giving Ross another year. But again, it's kind of like the quarterback conversation when we ha- that we have with Fields. Like, Fields could be fine to go forward with for another year. But when you have the opportunity sure. to get a replacement that you deem significantly better, better. Yes. that you, you have to pounce. I think it's a good comparison. And so the Cubs didn't want out of the David Ross business, but they had themselves a free agent who was intrigued with their their situation as well. And he was paid a lot of money. But again, like big deal, $8 million when you are a multi-billion dollar company, 8 million is nothing. It doesn't cost against the, the luxury tax. Big deal about $8 million. Anyone who comes to me and scoffs at the price they're paying their manager, that's pure silliness. I always say that about coaches in football too. That's pennies on the dollar for that guy touches every person in the organization. That guy is going to have an impact on all 25 guys. Every guy that you call up. All of your coaches, he's going to set the culture. Eight million a year, big deal. That's the cost of a utility player these days. I also think it's important that the Cubs are telling you that 
winning 83 or 82 or 84, whatever the win total was. 83, I believe. Isn't good enough. That while other teams in this town say we're running it back, the Bulls, the White Sox, who didn't even do a process for their general manager, who didn't even think about letting go of their manager, that the Cubs are still the team willing to say it's not good enough. And we're going to still, despite him being a World Series hero, despite it maybe not being something that everyone thought would happen, we're okay doing it. Because we think it's what's best to win. And that goes above everything else. To win. As I like to say, I don't think this was a vote against Ross more than it was a vote for Craig Council. Right. Which also signals, as you're saying, this is now the rebuild is tucked away and now it's time to go forward. So this was an opportunity, as you said, that maybe they didn't anticipate being available to them when the season ended. Right. And, and so- now it is. So now you make that decision to to move forward. I would think, and again, I mean, I don't know how to connect dots with your favorite baseball team, but I don't think Craig Council takes this job if he's not given the assurance or doesn't have confidence in the fact that the team is going to give him whatever resources are necessary well, I, going I forward. I don't either. I, I, he could have gone anywhere. Yeah. Craig Council was was the most sought-after manager in recent, like, for, as a free agent, managers don't really become free like this. And, you know, Daniel Stearns wanted him, who's now with the Mets. Um, they, the Milwaukee still wanted him back. He was a free agent and he picked the Cubs. Perhaps and, they'll be the most sought after since Joe Madden became available. Well, Joe Madden wasn't a free agent, remember, was he? Or he had an opt. He had that window of an opt out. Correct. Um, and 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 the Cubs pounced in it, and it benefited everybody. And then the Cubs again. They said at that time that we reached the limit with Joe Madden. That say what you want about Ricketts, and say what you want about what they do, but. They still, in my opinion, are the team in town that go for it the most right now. And I think they're still going to want him to develop the young talent because they have to. Mm -hmm. But I also believe that they're going to spend this. Like I said, to start the show, this cannot be the move. This can't be the headline move on the marquee. This has to be like the third line of your offseason moves. You have to make a couple of other moves, whether it's trading for Soto, whether it's re-signing Bellinger or signing Otani or trading for Alonzo. There are a lot of big fish out there this offseason. Put your hook in the water. Yes. And I, I think Jed will. I think Jed wants to win. I think Jed wants to win without Theo. I think it's interesting, too. I think I was reading somewhere where I guess to talk to counsel, you had to ask for permission before November 1st. And I believe the Cubs did not ask for permission. So I guess the assumption was this all kind of happened pretty quickly. Give Jed a lot of credit for seeing something that he thought was best for his organization and and making it happen. They had patience. They didn't just react quickly and, and promote from within or just stay the course. I like that. That's a bold move. What do you think, Cubs fans? 312-332-3776. Jesse's going to join us at four from the meetings where he's at. Uh, it's a shocker. Where are the meetings at this year? Where's Jesse? Where are they this Believe year? Arizona. Oh, nice. Okay. He yeah. was just there. He was just in Arizona. Um, so uh, he'll uh, join us from there. Matt Eberflus at 335. 
multiple things. If you want to talk about the Cubs hiring a uh, Craig Council and firing David Ross, or you want to talk about that Bears game and uh, Bajan's game and what happened in the fourth quarter and that just blew up that performance. Um, moves in that game that you did not like. Anything, uh, this is uh, anything on your mind. 312-332-3776. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, don't forget Twin Peaks on Wednesday in Oprah, 2 to 6. We'll be there Wednesday, 2 to 6. It's on 22nd Street in Oak Brook. Coming up uh, during the 3 o'clock hour, I'll tell you why I don't want Justin Fields to play on Thursday. Uh, phone number to reach us, 332-3776. Cubs fired David Ross today. If you're just getting into your car and they hired Craig Council. It's a pretty shocking news for most Cubs fans. On Joe, a scale of 1 to 10, how likely did you think that that was going to be? Probably a point? Yeah, it was a point. Four, point two. Point two. Yeah. Joe in Aurora, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. How's it going? We're good. First off, uh, I just want to point out how this would never, ever, ever in any universe happen in a Reinsdorf situation. He'd never fire Rossi. He'd be around forever. That's just the way it would be. He he would never fire him, even if he was a bad man. And I think he's a good manager. To me, though, this, this is like a move you make as like the final chess piece. I mean, I know guys like this don't come around all the time and maybe my calls sound dumb in two months when they land like a Juan Soto type, but this team's not a world series team. This to me, this is just like, like the last move. Like this is like a move that the Yankees would make. Yeah, but Joe, Joe, you can't dictate when, when council is going to be available. So when he is available, you have to, you have to act. If you feel he's no. your guy. Absolutely. I totally agree on that. I just, I don't know where this is getting you as opposed to Rossi. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Joe. Uh, well, uh, if you admit that, that this is your B to C guy, your B to championship guy, you have to make the deal when he's available. If, if, he, if you didn't jump now, he was going to join somebody else's team and he wasn't going to be available for you. I mean... It's really that simple, isn't right, it? Right. There are some Cubs fans who are fearful that because he is one with guys with a limited budget, that that's what Ricketts wants to do. That Ricketts, that this is a guy who will maximize their roster and maybe they won't spend. I think he looks to Chicago as being the better mix where they do have the young talent that he likes but will also get him what he hasn't had in Milwaukee and he'll be able to add some all-star players via uh, free agent. Look, they, yeah. they did it last year with, they, they got a gold glover at shortstop in Dansby Swanson, and I think they're going to trade for one or sign one this offseason. The Cubs will never not be a free agent player. That's just not who they are. Steven in uh, Kansas City, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Steven? Hey, guys, how you doing? You got to take us off speaker, man. You You know how to do this. Hey, guys. Hey, sorry about that. It's I apologize. Okay. Go ahead. Listen, I, I like the move that the Cubs made. I think this is a 
kind of like a steal the thunder moment for the Cubs from the Bears, given how bad they are. And I know you were freaking out when Holtz gave Evil Flues the, uh, the dreaded uh, auto confidence, but I think a young executive like Poles shouldn't tie his future and reputation to a guy like Eberflus because, you know, a job rarely comes around, much less the uh, the job interviews itself. So, you know, if Poles wants to bring back Eberflus, sure, that's his choice. But that puts him in a even bigger hot seat than Eberflus right now. So I hope, you know, Eberflus and Kevin Warren are paying attention today because Cubs are all in on council. And if you want to tie your future and the reputation to a nothing more than a mediocre word salad generator like Eberflus, that's their choice. I'll hang up and listen. Guys. Thanks, Thank David. You. See, well, what I worry about, like, I get what you're saying, that it will put polls more on the hot seat. What I want from our viewpoint, from a fan standpoint, is if they get a new quarterback and they do dare to keep the coach and you are going in the same direction as what's gotten the Bears in hot water before, where you you go with the coach on the hot seat and you let him you develop him in, in the first season and then you fire him of that quarterback's first season, we're just, it may cost polls, but it's going to cost us even worse. Do you know what I mean? I do. I, I, we're at the midway point of this season. I wouldn't take what anybody is saying right now as gospel for the end of the year. Let the rest of the season play out, and if, in fact, there is no progress and the second half of the season looks a lot like the first half of the season, I would be shocked if change wasn't inevitable. 312-332-3776. Cubs have made the shocking move. Uh, like I said, uh, the .4, chance I thought this would happen. David Ross fired. Craig Council hired. If you want to react to that, if you want to talk football, you want to talk uh, about the Bears game yesterday, uh, should Justin play if he's 85%? I don't want him to play this week, and I'll explain why coming up next.